Welcome back, Deadbeat Daddies and Stepmoms. Today's episode is Bonus the Better Moms versus Baby Mama the Birth Moms. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about why bonus moms or stepmoms are a lot of times the better mom for a child. Now, aside from the blatant druggy alcoholic moms, there are plenty of moms who border the line of emotional abuse and neglect in many other ways that are overlooked by the family law system. Let's start off with talking about my own high conflict baby mama. It's been over a week and we've heard nothing again. Dad emailed and messaged in the court ordered parenting app, but she thinks she's above the law. She believes she can do as she pleases and ignore him whenever she's annoyed by him. And she's only annoyed because she thought that she was hurting us in some way by putting him on child support. Well, I didn't plan to stop my entire life just because he has to pay child support. I planned for it because I knew eventually down the line it would come up. So I built myself up to be strong and independent and make enough money that none of it impacts our family or our babies. And so now... I want to go on vacation with my family, which includes my stepson, but all of a sudden, we're hearing nothing again. This always happens when we ask to take him on vacation or plan to do anything with him as a part of our family. It's like he is not allowed to be included in experiences with our family because I did better for myself than her in her life. He is not allowed to be my son or have anything to do with his half-brother because of her hatred for me. How disgusting is that? This is why I wanted to do an episode on bonus moms versus birth moms because there are so many of us bonus moms that are better equipped to have custody of our stepchildren. Let me be real. I have met so many BMs that are jealous of the bonus mom. They make their own child suffer. Some of the most common ways they do this is by exhibiting control. They will keep the kid away, withhold phone calls, parenting time, and create unnecessary arguments. This happens for many reasons once a BM becomes jealous. It can be simply because you have decided to move on and BM thought that was never going to happen. Obviously, they're delusional. Another one is that you're getting married for the first time or remarried. They will suddenly think they have feelings for the baby daddy again or feel that replacement feeling that creates so much fear in women. They forget and need to be reminded that they left this man. That was their decision. And so why, when the man wants to move on and start living life again, do these bitches bring their toxic selves back around? There is a very famous line, it takes a village. And it truly does. It takes a village to help raise a child, which is why I wanted to heavily dive into this topic with so many of you. Your BMs let jealousy get in the way of how their child is being brought up. This type of jealousy is super unhealthy because the whole definition of why they became a baby mama is because they made choices that ultimately led them here. A lot of times, if you are a BM, it's because you chose to leave your man or cheat on him. Very few relationships end on good terms where both people part ways knowing and realizing that they were not compatible. And nine times out of 10, those relationships that ended that civil do a wonderful job of co-parenting. It's you trashy piece of shit BMs that suffer from jealousy as a disease. This makes those BMs bad moms because they're focused on ruining their ex-partner and or his new girlfriend or wife. And so many new relationships suffer at the hands of horrible BMs. 
let's talk about why we are the better mom in our stepchildren's lives. Because as a stepmom, you are faced with the hardest job and you know that you will rarely get that recognition you deserve. But we do it anyway because we are those bonus, the better moms. We do not stoop down to the level of BM. We remain focused on the children and that is what makes us a better mom. I know it can feel easy to lose sight of the good things along the way when you're a step parent because it's harder to be a step parent than it is to be a bio parent. And for those of us that are both, I'm sure you can absolutely relate. But remember, those little humans I constantly talk about are watching all of the parents in their lives. They can see the difference between you and their bio mom, even if they don't vocalize it. You have to keep that in mind when dealing with the tough moments that BM throws your way. Children are like sponges. They absorb everything that they see and hear in their environment. If you are the parent that never walks out on them, but they have a mom who cancels or reschedules visits consistently, you may not see that they appreciate you being a constant in their lives, but they absolutely do. You might find them obsessing over their time with their mom because they're not receiving it regularly. And as an adult, empathizing with a child can be hard sometimes, especially because you want them to see things from a logical perspective, like the one you see from, but they can't. They're children. They see black and white most times while we see color. To them, in that moment, it's all about their mom and wanting to see mom. Even though you see a pattern of emotional abuse and abandonment, they don't. This is where us bonus moms have to take a step back. We have to remind ourselves that despite it being infuriating as fuck and despite hating the shit out of BM for hurting the child or children, your job is to be mom. Your job is to protect them, love them, be there when they cry and break down, and watch them grow up in your arms. A child knows who takes care of them and who is their constant. Another area bonus moms struggle with is not being called mom. This typically happens when BM won't allow the children to call their stepmom a mom simply because of jealousy. And I think if you look at it from a different perspective, it really isn't so bad. Maybe one day down the line, your child will call you mom and you will feel that wholeness that you're so desperately looking for. But until then, make them your mini best friends. You don't have to be called mom to be their mom. A lot of times, children won't want to call you mom out of the fear that they're either going to lose their biological mother because of it, which as we know is an arbitrary fear, but a very real one for kids, or they simply don't want to. And any which way, none of it is being done to offend or upset you as their bonus mom. Like I said, become their best friend. A child needs a true, real friend in life. So many kids suffer from not having real friends. So imagine if they can look to you, their bonus mom, as their friend. A friend they can confide in, truly trust. A friend who would never want anything bad for them. A friend who actually loves them, can teach them the meaning of love. Hold their hand when things are tough. This friend that you become for them is not a friend who will break their heart or walk away from them when things are hard, which is why the best thing you can be in your stepchild's life is their best fucking friend. Your stepchild will forever be grateful for that friendship that you provide them because they will turn to you time and time again. Let me give you some insight into my own relationship with my stepson. As he grows older 
and he's turning seven this year, his relationship with me has grown so much stronger. He knows I have always treated him like my mini bestie. And when he was three, he actually told me I was his best friend. And that has continued on in life. He has talks with me, expresses all of the hard and painful experiences he faces. And even though he was withheld, probably pit against me, from time to time, when he has us back in his life, he's always finding a way to talk to me. Now, on the days he goes to his grandma's house, which is my fiance's mom, he calls us from there. He has actually asked to speak with me. He shares his feelings, his hardships, things he can't with his own mom and dad. And a lot of us can remember back to being a child and not being able to speak to our parents about things and also not having a third party or another person to speak to about it. And there are a lot of things kids don't want to share with immediate parents. So that's where our role as a bonus mom best friend can come into play. We can be such an important factor in our stepchildren's lives. My stepson had some difficult times in school and he shared that with me, asked me for advice because out of all of the adults in his life, not only am I his true friend but he knows that i've pushed school and education since i met him it's because i love him he knows i have a master's in higher education He knows how important education is and he knows that I can help him with this stuff. He has trouble asking his own mom because she dropped out of high school and expressed she doesn't like learning. And it's sad, but I am grateful that I can be that bonus mom figure in his life that he can talk to about these things. As he grows older, there will come one too many times where he'll be at a fork in the road and not be able to talk to his dad or his mom. And I hope that my relationship continues as strong as it has so that he can always turn to me in those times of need. At least this way, his parents can rest assured he will never be offered poor advice or be in harm's way when it comes to me. That is the focus and role you should take in your stepchildren's lives. I'm not saying go be their best friend and completely forget to be their parent. It's a good, healthy balance that you have to find, but once you do, it's a wonderful relationship that you can carve out with them. Now, BM might hate me forever out of jealousy for all this, but I don't give a I want my stepson to prosper and whatever it takes, I will continue to be that for him in order for him to always have me in his corner. So key takeaway, I highly recommend if you don't have that type of a relationship with your stepchild to take the time in their next visit to really sit down and try to have them open up to you from a friend perspective rather than a parent perspective. And I promise you, your communication with them will change significantly in a positive way. Next, let's talk about another area bonus moms struggle with. It's legalities because the system doesn't recognize us bonus moms as the child's parent fit to raise the kid sure but not be in the room when they're sick or hurt not be included in the most important decisions of their lives unless bonus mom has a good relationship with bm none of that's possible which we know very many of us especially my fan base have some terrible bms in their lives a bonus mom dm'd me with a story she said hey needs my stepson breaks his arm and needs surgery today the crap part about being a stepmom is that his bio mom and dad were able to go in and out of the hospital and hold his hand throughout it but I wasn't as I am not his bio parent. His bio dad and I have them 90% of the time and I fill that maternal role for them since before the one even said her first word. I wipe their bums, kiss their boo-boos, rock them to sleep when they're scared, 
feed them, pack their lunches for school, and all of the above. But I wasn't able to be in the room with my little man to hold his hand before surgery. I couldn't ask the doctors questions or get any answers. It was very tough. He's okay and a tough little guy, and I will look after him tonight after bio mom leaves, tomorrow, and the next day after that. But today was a tough one, and I am tired. Well, mama... This is a really tough position to be in, but let me offer you some solace. I have been in your shoes once before myself. Although RBM often would not show up to the hospital when stepson was sick, there was this one time I recall very vividly where she showed up. My stepson had gotten extremely ill and was running a high fever and extremely dehydrated when he was dropped off to us. We tried to take care of it best we could, but he got worse, which is why I told my fiance we needed to take him to the hospital. Once we got there, doctors began treating him immediately because of how lethargic he was becoming. His mom showed up that day for a couple of hours, and when she showed up, I was asked to step out of the room. That's when I realized that in the public's eye, I may be his stepmom, but legally I hold no value. I cannot make any important decisions, I can't be in the room when he's sick in the hospital, and I can't interfere with BM's decision making because that is legally her son and her legal right. It was a rude awakening, but once I swallowed that tough-ass pill, mentally I was able to separate my part in his life in my head. I had to be patient and let the child indicate he wanted me, otherwise I would be looked at as overbearing. Eventually, the child speaks up on their own. Some children do it earlier than others, but they eventually do. My stepson thankfully did the same day when he asked for me and I was let back into the room for him to feel comfortable and he only wanted his dad and I in that moment. BM actually took advantage and opted to leave, stating that you guys got this and it's my birthday anyway. It was sad, especially because her own mom came to the hospital and spent more time with him than BM did. Grandma bought toys, took her time helping him feel better while he was there, and he was overly attached to her. And despite being attached to BM in the hospital, once he was back home with us, things returned to normal. And I knew I was his mom too, and more than BM. But he didn't need to know or feel that. I knew that my impact was far greater than hers because I was not out partying. I had not left him and his dad and I had been there. We were the ones he fell asleep on. So mama... The takeaway is no matter how hard it becomes, you are in no way less than BM. You have to remember that. Even if legally you are not recognized as mom with that formal title and all, your kid doesn't see it that way. Your child sees that you are their mom too. Now listen to me carefully. You mama are not looking for validation from anyone because that's not what you're here for. You are here for your child and continue to make that the forefront of your thoughts. Once you do that, you will never feel less than anyone ever again. Next, we have bonus moms who just want to be able to co-parent. Another bonus mom said to me, I'm so jealous of the women that actually get to co-parent with BM. My BM is a stuck-up bitch. I don't want to be her friend, but God, I'd love to not have to live every day dealing with pettiness. She has no boundaries when it comes to me and mine, and my significant other says she just wants to co-parent, yet she always oversteps and texts him things crossing the line. Oh boy. Firstly, stepmama, I am so sorry to hear that you are in this vicious cycle with BM. I recommend creating 
boundaries. That will be the core foundation of what you want because without boundaries, the rest of what you're trying to accomplish will fail. If your significant other says she just wants to co-parent, give him the definition of co-parenting, literally. Ask him to define what he finds inappropriate in your relationship and if he implies to say anything along the lines of I have to do this or she will do X, Y, Z, that is a huge red flag. Either he's truly afraid of her or he's downplaying what she's doing. Either way, it's not okay. You need to have a formal conversation with your significant other and get to the bottom of why he allows toxic behavior from BM and why he has never developed any boundaries. They are no longer together and that is a fact and a fact that needs to be accepted by everyone involved, especially the two who split up and share the children. Let me shed some light on when I first began dating my now fiance. He used that term often. I had to nip that in the butt immediately. How did I do that? By standing up for myself, creating and upholding both him and BM to my boundaries. If I did not appreciate or feel comfortable by something BM did or said, I would communicate with him immediately. If I was not able to communicate it immediately, I would put it in my notes in my phone to be able to communicate about it at a later time when it may be more appropriate. This is what saved our relationship. Obviously, my significant other had to be receptive to what I was expressing and he had to do majority of the work when it came to BM not wanting to accept those boundaries that we collectively set. But from there, it was a lot of fighting between them. I stayed out of it. I set those boundaries and then I made it clear that he was the one who had to do the fighting to make sure BM stayed within those boundaries. Once she finally understood that my fiance was not going to budge, she did. He made it clear that despite being their son's father, he had an obligation to our relationship and our son as well. If she could not accept that or understand it, that was a personal thing on her part. And she had to work through her emotions to come to terms with the fact that this is how life was going to be moving forward. She does not have to like me, but she does have to respect me as his soon-to-be wife and her son's stepmom. This would be the best advice I can provide. To reiterate, make communication key between you and your significant other. Set those much-needed boundaries and make sure he is ready to put you before BM. He does not have to put you before the child or any of the children, but if he can't put you, his person, before BM, you have a much larger issue that you may need to deal with through therapy. I cannot highly recommend getting into therapy regardless of how bad BM makes things because it truly helps having that unbiased third party to put things into perspective when they seem like they're a hot mess. Now in short, good luck. You got this mom. Keep fighting for your little human. Next, let's dive into those bonus moms who want to be friends with BM. Yes, there are many of these women out there, and they will hide it because of the stigma around being friends with BM. But if you look around, there are actually many bonus moms and BMs that not only get along, but are best friends. In fact, I follow this really great duo on TikTok who is a bonus mom and a BM, and they travel together. It's such a refreshing sight. They co-parent together, and the kids are some of the healthiest, happiest, kids because they have four active amazing parents who not only have their best interests at heart but they're working together to give them the best life these two women are in no way competing with one another or creating 
any level of jealousy. They play off each other's strengths and I respect that. I find that aspect of their relationship so important. We need more women to empower women because we already have tons of people tearing us women down. We have to fight each step of the way to be heard or even be treated equal. We do not need to be tearing each other down. So I applaud those women who try to create a friendship or a peaceful setting when engaging with BM. You are the superior woman that we need more of. You are able to set aside your pride and feelings to garner a friendship that could possibly last a lifetime. If BM lets it, let's put it that way. And you have no idea how amazing it can be for your kids to see two people who should inevitably hate each other have such a loving and kind relationship. It teaches your children how to treat others and the overall meaning of value and respecting each other. It also teaches them that they need to be respected and it teaches them how they should be respected, which is also very important. So many of those negative traits that we see in children of broken families will disappear if children have emotionally intelligent parents. Emotional awareness and the ability to manage emotions is a cornerstone of emotionally intelligent parenting. Fostering healthy emotional development for children will determine how successful and happy they are throughout life. A 19-year study published in the American Journal of Public Health by Jones from 2015 shows that a child's social emotional skills at age 5 may predict lifelong success. This includes the ability to obtain a college degree and attain a full-time job by the age of 25. Emotionally intelligent parents can help their children learn these skills. This is what differentiates them from parents who don't practice these skills. Parenting is one of the hardest roles in the world. Emotionally intelligent parents are compassionate towards themselves and we all need to have a little bit more compassion towards ourselves. Emotionally intelligent parents understand that they need to keep their cup full, that emphasizing their own well-being will make them more patient, joyful, and energetic. They acknowledge their needs are valid and invest resources in practicing self-care. When they find themselves getting exhausted or overwhelmed, emotionally intelligent parents will take steps to course correct and prioritize themselves. These types of parents focus on connection. Establishing a connected parent-child bond is one of the most important priorities of emotionally intelligent parents. Our modern lives, marked by pressures and distractions, leave us feeling stressed and disengaged every single day. At least I certainly feel that way. And in taking care of all the to-dos, it seems that connecting with our children sort of gets sidelined to our spare time. However, connecting to our children and being fully present with them in the moment and focusing 100% of our attention on them doesn't take a lot of time. And so emotionally intelligent parents work on enriching that bond with their child in big and small ways. Create micro moments of connection by having daily, weekly, monthly rituals basically or creating special memories together and we do that in our home with our son and I would love to be able to practice that with my stepson the way we used to and I hope to when he is able to come back around. Us emotionally intelligent parents 
parents also practice emotion coaching and I highly recommend emotion coaching your child involves being cued into your child's own feelings. Helping your child identify who they are, how they're feeling, enabling emotional regulation, all of that's super necessary. Emotional intelligent parents don't dismiss or criticize their children's feelings and as that bonus parent we need to hone in on these things. We need to go by the mantra all feelings are okay even though we understand and can convey to the child that some behaviors are not okay emotional intelligent parents view our child's difficult feelings as opportunities to empathize connect and teach it allows us to empower our children to figure out strategies for coping with emotionally difficult situations When you discipline as a bonus mom, discipline to teach, not to punish. It will strengthen your relationship with your stepchild because disciplining entails teaching your child what you expect of them. And emotionally intelligent parents will focus on setting limits and boundaries. Those boundaries that you set with BM, you need to set a certain level of boundaries in your home with your stepchildren and the consequences of breaking those boundaries respectfully so that they can learn the consistency of that as well. You don't want to discipline to punish. You want to understand that consistency and support will go a long way in helping your child stick to the rules and limits. They understand that yelling, ignoring, and punishing may lead to those desired outcomes in the short run, but in the long run, they don't enable children to learn skills to manage their behavior. Now, let's talk a little bit about intrinsic motivation. It's the ability to persist and continue with the task despite obstacles being in the way and without having to seek others' approval. That last part is the most important, without seeking others' approval. Emotionally intelligent parents help children set goals. Whether the goals pertain to academics, chores at home, hobbies, or even leisure activities, it helps the child visualize the steps needed to achieve those goals. And they reinforce their child's efforts on a task instead of the outcome. And this is to teach and model a love of challenge and persistence in the face of difficulty. They're still instilling values in their children and you need to keep doing that because values are the beliefs each person considers important for themselves and for humanity as a whole. And since they so deeply impact our behaviors, attitudes, decisions, values, they're crucial in parenting. And so as an emotionally intelligent parent, you can work on identifying your own core values and communicating those to your children. However, I realize that simply telling your child to be more honest or hardworking or grateful or compassionate doesn't work any better than telling an adult to be. They model the values they uphold and label and reinforce that expression of value, which is why it's important to discuss why to make certain decisions based on values. Encourage your child's initiatives through, through them expressing themselves. So now think of a scenario. Your kid is eating breakfast. He eats fruit for breakfast consistently. And today he's putting up a little bit of a fight or a struggle. Now, instead of saying, you know, you love fruit as an emotionally intelligent parent, try to say something along the lines of, it sounds like you're disappointed about fruit for breakfast. You're in the mood for something different. This acknowledges the child's difficult feelings. Do not start whipping up something different. Instead, acknowledge how they feel. All parenting battles are not one with pure reason and logic.
A lot of times it requires awareness and empathy. As we see, most bonus moms are emotionally intelligent and that is the same attitude you need to take with BM because stressful co-parenting requires emotional intelligence. This specific skill may be the best means for putting forth a common goal, raising good kids to the best of your ability. Co-parenting means something different for each family. Competing with your ex-partner, speaking badly about them to your child, and refusing to cooperate are all signs of emotional immaturity. In simple terms, helping your partner will only benefit your child. Focus your attention on the positive influence you will demonstrate through your ability and willingness to collaborate. And lastly, stepmamas, I'd like to bring this episode to a close with one last important factor to keep in mind. When you finally have the realization that you are the better mom in this game that BM likes to play, everything cannot be in your control. That is why you must remove your ego to remain the bonus better mom. Try to present parallel parenting as an option to both your significant other and BM, especially if they simply cannot co-parent without conflict. This form of co-parenting involves minimal contact with comprehensive plans for parenting to maintain limited interaction. While this may seem extreme, some families find themselves better off limiting their communication to email or even a parenting app. In our case, it everything has to strictly be done through a parenting app. They communicate much better that way. This is a parallel parenting approach. It's commonly practiced after toxic or abusive relationships finally come to an end. And this form of co-parenting seems to mitigate the risks of emotional turbulence. However, you have to be the one to make sure to avoid any lingering rumination about that relationship. Don't hesitate to try to recruit emotional allies to support you and listen to your vulnerabilities. If flexibility and communication can function without ego, you will be successful in your co-parenting endeavors. So build self-awareness. That is the first step towards planning. Ultimately, the best security that you can create for your child is through demonstrated mutual respect for one another. Whether that child is seeing that mutual respect for one another in the form of bonus mom and BM, dad and mom, or dad and stepmom, they still see it in their home. And so it's extremely, extremely important that we are keeping those children at the forefront of our thoughts at every step of the way. For those of you doing pickup tonight, please enjoy your weekend with your little humans. And for those of you that have drop-off, take a moment after you are alone to reflect on the points I made and see if you can bring some type of an effective change to your relationship with BM. With that, another episode comes to an end. Thank you always my deadbeat daddies and stepmamas. I wish you all the best of luck and have a wonderful night.